of Christmas this morning. Amen. 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 Stand just a little bit longer. I remember uh, as a kid seeing that always fascinated me. And then, then, then as a grown-up down in our campgrounds in the past few years, uh, a young lady who grew up in this church, Sister Debbie's stepsister, Samantha, uh, Sabrina, I'm sorry, not Samantha, Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina works with deaf ministry. She does sign language. And always at camp meeting, she does that in her local church down up in Piercy. Uh, she, at camp meeting, there will be a group of people there. Anyone who comes who is deaf sits in the area there and they have someone who is interpreting for them. And uh, it, it's awesome to watch. Watch the expressions on their face when they recognize, you know what's being said. And you watch it being signed. You watch the expressions on their face and everything. Uh, it's, it's, it's fascinating to watch. And I've always kind of been fascinated with that. Have you ever thought about if you had a child that was born deaf, uh, you would want to communicate with them, wouldn't you? Amen. It wouldn't be a burden to learn sign language to you because you would want to be able to tell them beyond any doubt, tell them, I love you. I care for you. You are special. And God loves you. I, I, I promise you, I would, I would, I'd learn how to do it. Amen. I would learn how to do it. Do you, do you realize that God is speaking and sometimes we're deaf to it? But he loved us enough to send us a message. Yes. I want to talk to you about that this morning. We'll read a verse of scripture from Hebrews 1 and 1. God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son. Whom he hath appointed heir of all things. By whom also he made the world's through whom he made the world. He has spoken to us in these last days. Amen. Lord, help us for just a few moments here this morning. And God, I know that my time's run out. I gotta be really quick today. But I pray that you would, that, that, that those that have ears to hear this morning, like you often said, that they would receive what you're trying to say today in the name of the Lord. We give you the praise this morning. Amen. You may be seated. Jesus was God communicating in a way we could understand. The miracle of the message of Christmas is that God speaks to us, even today, so that we can know and draw close to Him. Amen? Yes. Now, we just read that throughout history, God has spoken. Through prophets. And this would encompass not just the major minor prophets who we have those books of the Bible, but anyone throughout the history of God's revelation to man that received a word from God and spoke it. God throughout history at different times and in different ways spoke. Our God is not silent, folks. Amen. He talks. Our God talks. Yes, he does. We don't serve a little Buddha statue, folks. That's right. Amen. 
I've made fun of those things a time or two. Had a little conversation with them. <laughs> but I knew that no one was hearing me because that God does not speak. But our God talks today. Amen? You can look through how He speaks even through creation. Everything He's made, every sunset, every sunrise, it's God speaking to us. The sun, the moon, the stars, all that fills the sky. It's God speaking to us, revealing something about Him. Isn't it awesome that He cared enough about us to give a greater light to rule by day so we could do what we need to do and a lesser light to rule by night? Isn't that awesome? I mean, our God, He just covers everything. He's got it all covered. But going back, He spoke to Moses through a burning bush. Right? He spoke to the Israelites through fire and smoke on the mountain and, right. and, and, and various times and various ways. He spoke to Isaiah in a vision in the temple. I saw the Lord high and lifted up, he said. And God spoke to him. He spoke to Hosea through some family circumstances. God speaks in a lot of different ways. He spoke to Amos through a basket of fruit. How about that? You sit around the table and you say, oh, let's listen a little bit here. <laughs> Those bananas may be talking. Amen? And if they start talking and you say it, then somebody will think you're bananas. But, but, but God speaks in a lot of different ways, doesn't He? He spoke to Jeremiah through a potter's clay. Right? He spoke to Joseph through dreams. God has even spoken His message through a donkey. So when the writer said in various times, in various ways throughout history, God had been speaking. That is, that, that is without question if you believe the Bible. But God has been speaking, to, He had been speaking to them through visions and dreams and angels. And even the priests wore an ephod that had... Urim and Thummim, they called it, on it. And it would reveal things. God would speak through that at times to them. It was kind of a very interesting thing, at least to me. But symbols and national events and, and, and a lot of other means. And God spoke in Canaan. God spoke in Egypt. God spoke in, in, in Samaria. God spoke in Babylon. God could speak from... He spoke in Ur of the Chaldees. He could speak from anywhere and He could speak from any means. And throughout Old Testament history, He just every once in a while, He would speak. But it was never complete. It was never a complete revelation of Him. Early on, they learned some things. Moses learned that He is one. Right? But there would be progressive revelation each time that God would speak. A little bit more would be learned about Him. Like these guys who may be uh, tracking some uh, criminal who some, occasionally calls in and tells the police something and they're trying to trace the phone call. But everything that person says and every, every tone in their voice is analyzed. Everything is about to learn as much information as can possibly be drawn from that message from Him. In the Old Testament, we were learning a little here and a little there. Precept upon precept, line upon line, stacking it up. And you put it all together and you, get, you learn some things about God. But it's still an incomplete picture. It's not the full message. It was lacking. Now, God wasn't lacking in variety. 
And, and listen, folks, it's never dull and boring when God speaks. Amen. Right? Amen. I mean, there's not any monotony. It's not, it's not just kind of dry when God speaks. I believe God's speaking here this morning. I believe He's already spoken, but I believe He's got some more to say to somebody. And, and it's not monotonous. Church ought not to be boring. We come to hear from God. Amen. So God's revelation in the Old Testament, it was just occasional. It was just fragments here and there and pieces here and there, little by little. But, but, but none of that could adequately capture the full picture of God's nature and what He was like. But God had been speaking. The people just wasn't getting the message. It wasn't getting, they wasn't getting everything that they needed. It didn't reveal everything about God's heart about God's plan. There was a lot that was left there that they were... And, and the result was there was a lot of folks going around saying God said this and God didn't say it. And there was a lot of confusion. But listen, now at last the writer of Hebrews tells us in these last days, God has been speaking to us through His Son, Jesus. He has been speaking. There is a revelation of God. In, in the Old Testament, it was various times and various ways. But in this New Testament time, He is speaking to us through Jesus. It is God revealing Himself directly to us. Somebody say amen if you believe that today. Jesus came to reveal the living God's plans and will for us today and to help us to be able to know the Lord. Jesus came to reveal that God to us, to make known His ways so that we could understand. Our Heavenly Father said, I love them so much that I'm going to find a way that I can communicate to them directly so they will understand. Amen. And for that, He was willing he was willing to come and die for us. Hebrews 1 and 3 says, Who being the brightness of His glory, that's the next verse here, and the express image of His person. Only God you'll ever see. You won't see three gods in heaven. There's not three gods. That's right. That's right. Some say, well, you got the Father. You got, you know, God that dwells in heaven. The Bible says God is a spirit, and the Bible says no man has seen God at any time, neither can. You cannot see that God. He is invisible. He fills the universe. He is invisible. You'll never see him. You cannot see him, not now or not ever. That, that is beyond us to be able to see it that. But he has revealed himself, manifest himself. Amen. He is the express image of who God is. Jesus is all of that wrapped up in that one package. And the Bible says, upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. That's that heavenly priest, Christ Jesus, who went into the temple and took care of sins once for all. And when he got done, unlike the high priest who never sat down, he sat down because it was done. Right. Right. Amen? Amen. John's gospel describes the Lord as the word becoming flesh. In other words, the revelation, the self-revelation of God that had come to us in different ways every time He expressed Himself, it was the Word of God somehow expressed. But in Jesus, that Word actually became flesh. Amen. And, and they looked at Him and said, Show us the Father. And, and, and the Lord said to Philip, He said, Have I been so long time with you? And yet thou hast not known me, Philip. He that has seen me has seen the Father. And He said in another place, John 10, 30, I and my Father are one. We're not two. We're, we're, it, 
It's one. Amen. So God was speaking and God is speaking today through Jesus. Now, God speaks not just. It's awesome that God, God speaks, but his message is even more awesome because he speaks to transform our lives. Amen. That's part of the miracle of the messages here. Just the fact that God speaks to us today is awesome. But that the message has the power, hear me this morning, to change our lives. I want you to listen to me. Amen. Amen. Dude, just give me, just give me a couple more minutes here this morning. And listen to me. That message that God has sought a way to speak today has the power to change our lives. Yes, amen. It really does. He came near so we could, we could draw near to him. 2 Corinthians 5 and 19, to wit that God was in Christ. Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses against them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. I'm speaking the same word today. I'm telling you that God wants you to draw near to him and he will reconcile. He will, whatever's between you and God, if you'll let him, he'll fix that for you today. That's the message. Amen. God wants us to draw near to him. God wants to come close to us. And Jesus came so that God could reveal himself and his plan to us in a way that we could understand. Why don't we do that? Because he loved us. Same way as you as a father, you as a mother would learn how to speak to that child that couldn't hear. He wanted us to know how much he loved us. He came to proclaim this message that we could be set free. That we who have been prisoners of guilt could be liberated from that. What a message. Yes, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now I'm closing here, but listen to me. This past year, some of you have heard some different messages. Uh-huh. Some of you heard the doctor say cancer. Mm-hmm. Some of you have heard the husband say divorce. Some of you have heard things you didn't want to hear about your kids. There's a lot of messages speaking And those messages had power to change your life. Yes. Amen. It changed your life. Brother Mark's is shaking his head. He's a living testimony here today. Stage four cancer. Getting stage four cancer will change your life. Yes. Change the way you think about a lot of things. It'll change a lot of stuff. Amen. That one word, that one message changed lives. Changes lives. Amen. But in the midst of all, there is another message. Jesus is speaking this morning. Right. And he says, there is nothing that can separate you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody clap your hands this morning. Glory. The Lord, if you can hear it this morning, do you hear what I hear today? Listen, there's a voice that said, trust in me with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your paths. In the midst of life's bitter betrayals and all of the junk that goes on, getting stabbed in the back by friends, there is a voice of one who says, forgive those who mistreat you. Hallelujah. In the midst of life's messages of joy and celebration, there is one who says, rejoice with exceeding great 
joy today. Hallelujah. And rejoice with them that rejoice. There is a message. There is a voice today. The miracle of the message of Christmas today is that God is speaking to us and His message has the power to transform your life today. You may be bound up in anger. You may be bound up in bitterness and it will ruin your life. It will cause you, you can't hold a job because of it. Amen. You can't get along with people because of the stuff, the bitterness and the junk that's down in here. But one message from God has the power to change that in your life. There is a God today who is able to speak a word and your life will be changed because of that word today. Are you listening this morning? Are you listening today? Can you hear them? Can you hear the voice of the Lord today? Believe what He's telling you right now. Believe what He's telling you. You may have messed up before. You may have failed. You may have been embarrassed by your mistakes. But there is a God who said, get back up and come a little closer. Come one more time. Get a little closer. Amen. Because when you take that step, you, you don't know what's going to happen. But I'm going to take a giant step towards you. Every step you take toward me, you're going to find that I am bridging the gap. I am making it possible. What you could not do, the Lord says, I can do. And I will do. And that's the power of the message this morning. The miracle of the message today. Let's stand together. Talk to someone around here. You'll find folks around here believe God is speaking. He is not silent. God is speaking. Yes, He is. He's speaking to us. And sometimes He speaks in dreams. Sometimes He speaks in visions. What did the Bible say about these days? That, that your young men go on. See visions. Your old men's going to dream dreams. Your young men's going to see. Visions, right? There, there's and, and, and upon your servants and handmaids, they're gonna they're gonna prophesy. That's what the Bible told us, right? God is speaking. There's no doubt. We felt him here this morning, and I believe many of us have heard him speak to us directly today. Yes, Lord. The question is not whether God's speaking. The question is whether we're listening. Amen. The question is whether we hear. The question is whether we receive and believe what he's saying to us today. Because if you believe, if you believe what the Spirit's speaking, after Jesus arose, don't go and tarry Jerusalem to be endued with powerful and high. They said, all right, we're going. Now. now there's a whole bunch of people heard that, but only 120 showed up. That 120, all in one mind, one court, one place, waited and tarried till the day of Pentecost was fully come. Came south and heavens rushing out of wind, filled all the house where they were sitting. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And people then, just like they do now, began to ask questions what the world's is, what's going on. These folks are drunk. Have they lost their minds? What's up with these people? Peter stood up with the other eleven. He began to explain what was happening. Like any church that knows the power of the Holy Ghost has to do it again and again like I'm doing right now. This is that, Peter said. This is that that was spoken to the prophet Joel. This is that that was up in, it, it was in the Old Testament and there's some revelations if you listen to them. Amen. But here's the message. Here's the message. For the promise is unto you and to your children 
And to them that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall saying those are far off even in time those years down the road he would be calling to them and if they would hear if they would hear the promises for them to he'll give the same thing away that he gave back then it happens here it happens anywhere folks believe amen the power of the holy ghost amen comes down and it takes control of your tongue and you begin to speak in a language that you didn't learn and, and you're glorifying and praising god he almost I speak in tongues all the time. Why? Because, because I just love that connection with God. Amen. I enjoy my connection with the Lord. And it's here for you today. God is speaking. God is up. Amen. He wants, he wants Amen. To, to speak to us. And he will do it if we will listen. Yes. If we will listen today. Aren't you glad he found a way Thank you. to get through to you? He oh, found yeah. a way to speak a language that you could understand. That you said, Oh my Lord, He loves me. And you began to shed tears. You began to cry at the thought that Jesus loves me. And then, then you, you, don't, you don't know if that's true. Then what else He said is true as well. He wants to give me His Spirit. He wants to live inside of me. The God who can dwell in the finest and in the best and has had heaven to dwell in wants to, wants to set up shop. He wants to live right in here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's the message. That's the message today. Would you lift your hands with me right now and thank the Lord that He's speaking to us today? That, 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 that voice is still being heard.